Well, Anthony, I have to drag you away from an absolute smoking of the <laughs> Miami Heat to talk about the trade that went down today. I know, I know. I notice uh, for the viewers at home, you almost every day are wearing a Pascal Siakam sweater. Not today. <laughs> Is that intentional? <laughs> No, no, it's not. But honestly, it, it is pretty good symbolism. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm so sad, man. I, I couldn't be more sad about this. Yeah. This situation. Um, Me too. Yeah, man. Like Pascal Siakam, uh, he, he's very firmly my in my top two favorite Raptors of all time. Damn. Tim and Kyle in kind of their own, like... Spot uh, and then he, Demar gets like a slight spot below that above mm-hmm. everyone else, and then it's like the field. Maybe right. Serge Ibaka's fourth. I really like Serge Ibaka. Um, but yeah, I, I loved Pascal, and I was one of the people who really rode for him in like the when things weren't going so great for our team, right? Like, I have this sweater. I mean, yeah, I uh, I'm really really sad that he's no longer on our team, especially mm-hmm. given the fact that he like really obviously wanted to stay, yeah. And love Toronto. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but like he's uh, like his charity is gonna stay based in Toronto, and like oh, he's sick. still gonna keep like doing that. Which like you know, upstanding guy. If only Masai was the same, then fucking <laughs> <laughs> send him to the Wolves. Yeah, um, well, the Pacers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's uh. Also, I feel like we got nothing, bro. We, we got we got nothing. We, we got. Bruce Brown to fill out the rest of Pascal's contract, who's going to be nice. He's actually going to be really nice. I feel like he's going to work really well for our team for half a year. And then we're not picking up his player option because fuck that money. And then we get two bums and three picks. One pick for the Pacers this year. They're going to be fucking good. They're a playoff team who's adding Pascal. They're going to be good. And then the worst pick of some team, Houston, uh, Clippers and OKC. Clippers and OKC are fucking really good. Yeah. So that pick's going to be ass. And then Pacers two years from now, who knows how that pick will go. Yeah, man. I've got lots of stats for all of this later, <laughs> but I think that we are like... It, it just... um, If that was the return for Pascal, uh, I kind of wish we would have just extended him. Yeah. Um, I really wanted... Like a solid young piece that can play with us right mm-hmm. now, or a pick that has uh, like real value. Um, as you said, like the both the picks this year are guaranteed not going to be good. Like yeah. absolute best case scenario, Indiana falls apart, and we get maybe like let's say the sixteenth yeah, pick. Yeah, Tyrese gets injured. Yeah, again. like the sixteenth or fifteenth pick would be like unimaginable for how good the the Pacers are going to be with Tyrese right. and Pascal. But let's say we get that. Yeah, and let's say both the Clippers and Oklahoma both just <laughs> shit the bed to end the season. That pick might. And also, the- Houston's not yeah. that bad either. Yeah. though. And, and the, you know, Houston's the the. Worst of the four teams because Utah is like oh, the third team in there, and Utah's good. Utah's yeah. over five hundred. Um, <laughs> but let's say that pick drops to like twenty two. Yeah, great. Like fifteen and twenty two, and that's like if like literally like God intervenes on our side. Like those picks will not be good, and I don't know why fans have this thing. It's especially bad with pick swaps is the worst for it. But with picks, it just sounds like they're going to be good. Where it's just like, oh, three picks is a ton of picks. Right. Like, not all picks are created equally. Like, 
I would rather have one Detroit Pistons 2025 pick than every single pick that Indiana could give to us. Right. Every single pick in their coffers. Like, I... I, It's just... Like, when teams are... Especially when they have a young star like Halliburton. Exactly. Like, if it was a team like the Clippers... Like, let's say it was the 2026 pick was like the Clippers You know whose pick pick. I wanted? Was Golden State's. Yeah, Golden State's pick is going to be fucking great. For when Steph retires, that would be a... Or the Lakers pick, like, two years down the road. Exactly. Two years down the road. Like, a team like that. I mean, hell, even a Miami Heat pick three right, years down some, the road. A like, team with some old dudes. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, it feels like this Indiana team's going to be good for a while. Yeah, I agree. They're, their star is 24. Yeah, and Pascal's not even that old. Exactly. <laughs> Pascal's still in his prime also. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. It's it's terrible. I, um, I, I have no idea what New Orleans is doing in the trade because right. all we know is that they gave a second to Indiana and gave Kira Lewis to us, but we have no idea what they got back. So. Uh, it's salary cut. They they get to be under uh, in one of the aprons by doing that. Is that it? I think so. <laughs> Why? Why did Toronto and Indiana even like agree to like allow them into this trade? I guess Indiana gets a second round pick. Indiana gets the second round pick. Yeah. But still, it was so strange. Anyway, Kira Lewis sucks. Yeah. Bad at basketball. Um, I mean, he's only 22. He has time to become not bad at basketball, but for right now, his trade value is nothing. Right. I mean, like, if the Pelicans could have cut him, and, <laughs> like, they had to give up a second round pick. Exactly. Is how low his trade value is. <laughs> yeah, negative. Yeah, it's you know, negative, negative a second round pick, right? Uh-huh. Jordan Noara is... The best the player we're getting, other than first round. Perfectly serviceable 13th man to have on your roster. <laughs> yeah, he's a fine player who will get no minutes. Yeah, I mean, like, you know what? Like, re- realistically, he is uh, better than McDaniels. <laughs> and so hopefully we don't have to see him as much. That's is the he, silver line. Like, barely, if so. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's I mean, basically I, about as good. He's a little bit better, I would okay. say. Yeah, I would, I would say he's like... If McDaniels is a D-minus player, Noir is probably like a D player. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I actually, the funny thing is, is like, I really like Bruce Brown as a player. He's mm. fun to watch and he does a lot of the little things. He does and everything like, you want. Like, he's kind of like a Josh Hart where like, if he's your like fifth or sixth man, he's like right. in the perfect spot right, to be on so your team. Happy. Like you're so, I mean, he won a ring as a little high value role player last year. Mm-hmm. He is such a fun little thing guy. He's going to be fun to watch do cuts. I think he'll play well with Scotty Barnes mm-hmm. uh, just because of his cutting ability around Scotty. Yeah. He can shoot all right. And like on paper, like watching a starting lineup of quickly Brown, Barrett, Barnes, and Pirtle when he's back, it's fine. Yeah, that's pretty good. But like we just <laughs> trade away one of the greatest Raptors to ever play on a team and yeah. a guy who's like an all NBA candidate whenever he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, Two-time All-NBA. All yeah, I would have liked a little bit more. Personally, I would yeah, have liked a little bit more. I agree. Um, I mean, the only thing, the only reason that this trade happened was because um, since 2019, where we win a championship, we lose Kawhi for nothing. We lose Marc Gasol for nothing. We lose Serge for nothing. Danny Green. We lose Danny Green for nothing. Kyle gets us uh, a young. little bit of stuff. Um uh, also, like, loosely gets us RJ quickly, if you really want to stretch it. Uh, yeah, real sure. Precious. But anyways, not much. Yeah. Then we lose Fred for nothing. And then Masai was so scared of losing Pascal for nothing, and that's why he did this move. But like you said, I, it didn't feel like Pascal was going to leave. It feels like we, if we wanted to extend him, we could have. He specifically didn't like being on all these trade rumors. He told us 
He told the world, whatever team he gets traded to, he's not resigning. And we're gonna see if that's gonna be true next year. Obviously, uh, I've heard reports that he talked to he's he he's, was in talks with Indiana before even the trade went down, oh, okay, and he, okay. he would be willing. I mean, like the thing for basketball is he's a, he's in a much better basketball situation now. Oh, and yeah. they're like on the list of you, you won't have to go that many stars deep on the list of stars who are the most fun to play with before you get to Tyrese Halliburton, right? Um, Especially for Pascal. Yeah, I mean, like. We could like. There's a bigger discussion to have about Indiana and how they're probably still a first round out this year, um, mm-hmm. just because of how much of like a bloodbath uh, like the East is in general, right? And it, well, because especially there's three monsters in the East. Yeah, and it's like, is this trade make you better than New York? Like, maybe, right. probably not. Does it's this like trade York, make you better Miami, than Miami? Cleveland. Maybe, probably not. Does this trade make you better than Cleveland? I think so, but honestly, like, Who barely, knows? marginally, yeah, if you are exactly. Um, yeah, uh, you want to hear some Pascal Siakam accolades as a yeah. Toronto Raptor? Two-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, most improved player, champion. Nice. Champion, top three mm-hmm. player on a championship mm-hmm. team. Pretty good. Uh, second in Raptors history in triple-doubles, third in rebounds, fifth in points, fifth in assists, fifth in games played, fifth in free throws, sixth in offensive rebounds, eighth in three-pointers, ninth in blocks, tenth in steals. He played with DeMar. He played with Kawhi Leonard. He played with Scotty Barnes. He played with Fred Van Fleet. He was an all-star at the same time as Kyle Lowry in one of the most memorable all-star games as a Raptors fan of all time. Um, He was also shirted. I mean, like if if in a couple of years I look up and his his jerseys in the rafters, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be that angry. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a bit of a poverty franchise kind of thing, but like we're a poverty franchise. We don't have that many all time greats. Right. He helped us win a championship. He was an All NBA player on our team. Like yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I, I he would, had the keys for a bit. Yeah, I would be fine with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he. He was the definitive player of this Raptors team as soon as we traded Kyle Lowry yeah. until today. Mm-hmm. And now it's Scotty Barnes' team, officially. Right. I mean, you could argue at some point in this year Scotty had taken it before him. Sure. I just felt like when like when Scotty had a good game, like anything could really happen. But like when Kawhi, like Kawhi, <laughs> played like Kawhi. When Siakam really like pressed himself into games, like in third and fourth quarters, it felt like he would do any like right. he felt just more impactful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh yeah, he just felt more like a like a bona fide like superstar Star. than than Scotty ever really did. Mm-hmm. Um even though I think Scotty's defense is more star like and obviously he's much younger, so like uh, I mean like the idea with this trade is one day Scotty will be better than what Pascal is right, right now. But uh yeah, it's just sad to have that guy leaving. Yeah. He was awesome. You, uh... Do I want to look towards the future? Do you want to hear the bleak future? Okay. All right, let's look at our first-round pick this year and what our chances are of keeping it. All right, best-case scenario. Top six protected. I got got four case scenarios. Best-case scenario is we get the fifth-worst record in the league. We would have to fall below Portland or Charlotte. This would give us a 62% chance of keeping our pick. Very, very good. Yeah, okay. uh, either of them, Portland or Charlotte. Okay. Uh, the main problem is, is Charlotte is 1-16 in, in their last 17 games. Uh, and ever since LaMelo got back to a superstar, uh, they lost by 36 to the Spurs and then lost oh, by 17 to the Heat, who we are currently beating by 30. Right. Okay, well, Portland's pretty good. They've gone 4-17 in, in the last 21. So, like, to really? be worse than either of those teams, we're going to have to be very, very bad, especially because, like, Charlotte's just rudderless. Like, they seem like this is a lost season, right. like a lot of Charlotte seasons. <laughs> um, and Portland, you got to think, are going to be a worse roster after the trade yes. deadline than they are now, unless they're done. And also, them. we don't feel like we're tanking. Like, quickly just got his first startings. 
role and Barrett's on a new team. There yeah. and Scotty's now like still an all star. And Scotty's <laughs> got it like wide open without the other forward all star. So um, yeah, it doesn't feel like we're going to be tanking either. All right, let's let's talk about the second best case scenario where okay. we are the sixth worst team. Uh, that's like basically it. where we are right now. We would have to stay below Memphis, who has a, currently the same record as us. Now, the problem with Memphis having the same record as us is that they just had a nine-game stretch recently where they went six and three. And I don't know if you were following the NBA, but uh, I think you could guess who was playing on their team during the time that they went mm-hmm. six and three who's not playing now. Um, John Morant. They're nine and 22 without him. Yeah. They're like they're bad. They're really bad without Jaw. And like Which surprisingly is weird. All so. The rest of the- all the years before, they've been really good without John. Yeah, and, and like they could get Kennard back, they could get Brandon Clark back, but just right. uh, like on Marcus the, Smart too. Yeah, Marcus Smart, uh, he's been back and healthy. Uh, oh, he's back. Now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but just on the face of things, like it's not a simple task. It's not no. guaranteed that we're going to be worse than Memphis we're, at the you, end of the season. Yeah, you, we can assume we're going to be better than Memphis. Yeah, uh, which is funny. I'm going to the Toronto versus Memphis game. Uh, oh right, next week. Uh, and so, uh, like, do I cheer against the Raptors? <laughs> um, most likely case scenario for our pick uh, is we have the seventh worst record. That means that we don't jump up any spots, but uh, Memphis stays worse than us for the rest right. of the season. And like, if Zach Levine leaves the Bulls or something, that, that even that could be in danger. But yeah, but yeah, sure, we, we could get the seven if we wanted it. Yeah, seventh worst spot. Uh, that's a thirty-four percent chance of keeping our, our first round pick it's it's pretty because we pretty need grand. because it's only top six protected otherwise San Antonio mm-hmm. gets it and you were saying the only way for us to jump because the lottery is really weird is we would have to get the fourth yeah the top four picks like you have a percent chance at each of them right and then other than that it's just oh it's in order it's in order oh yeah, i yeah. understand okay um Oh, that's why when we jumped in the Sky Draft, they knew that we were at least top four. Yes. Like, early, like, after, yeah. like, seven. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so that's most likely. Uh, and then the last case scenario, if we go to eighth worst, which is we either fall below Atlanta, which is not super likely, but, like, Atlanta, like, kind of sucks. So, like, mm-hmm. who really knows? <laughs> or Brooklyn, uh, who are 3-13 and 13 in their last 16. Right. They're in a free fall, and they also kind of feel like a team that might be trading at the deadline. Um, yeah. And they're only a couple games up on us. Uh, right now. Well, problem is they don't, um, I don't think they have their pick. If either of those teams, yeah, they're, they're just gonna so be. I, I feel like they're gonna be bad no matter what. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know what yeah. the move is to make them good. I've heard yeah. them connected to Dejounte Murray, which if they get Dejounte Murray, um, they will. Well, that, the thing is, is Atlanta and Brooklyn are both the teams. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, if we fall to eighth worst, if if either of those teams we get better than, we will only have a twenty three percent chance at the pick. Uh, I didn't look at the positions after that because. Uh, <laughs> right, twenty three is already pretty bleak. Yeah. Um. All right, let's talk about the play in then. We're only a, one and a half games back of uh of the play in right now. We would need to be better than two of Chicago, Brooklyn, and Atlanta. None of those organizations are great. All of those organizations could feasibly be sellers. We yeah, could make our way into the play. All of them. Uh, we're seven games back of Orlando at at eighth, and that kind of feels like a tall order. I would. They've be been very slipping surprised. recently, but yeah, yeah, so well, it was a lot. So Fra- Franz Wagner's been out for about two weeks, mm. which is coincide with them being like pretty bad. Okay. Uh, and then once he gets back, they'll be, I'm sure, back to being right. at least decent, uh, better than us. Also, they could buy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, I would buy. It, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I would get some guard help. Uh, I, honestly, that's not bad, Dejounte Murray team, uh, except for the fact they had beef with Palo Bancaro. Um Oh yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Um, yeah, and that, but then we would have to beat 
one of the Chicago Brooklyn Atlanta, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But then we'd also have to beat a second team, which would either be Orlando, New York, Indiana, Miami, or Cleveland. <laughs> Who do you think our second best player is on our team right now? As currently constructed. RJ Barrett? Yeah. I Emmanuel guess. quickly. Here's the second best player on each of those teams. Orlando, Wagner, New York, Randall, Indiana, mm-hmm. Siakam, Miami, Adebayo, Cleveland, Garland. All of those players are like a category and a half. Some like Adebayo and Siakam are like five categories, right. <laughs> like above what RJ Barrett is. Yeah, we real. do not have the star power of those teams. And I get it's one game and anything can happen, but like, can anything happen? <laughs> it, let's say we somehow beat them. Do you know who we're up against in the first round, almost guaranteed? The Boston, Boston Celtics. Celtics. <laughs> the top five players in that series <laughs> are better are than like all of our players Tatum and Brown. Are right. just the best two players in that series. And then Barnes, and then Porzingis and White. P- pick them any way you want. And then Holiday is probably sixth. So they have five of the six best players in that yeah. series. And the two best players in that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could make an argument for uh, Scotty over Brown, I think. Um, I feel like also in the I'd, playoffs, Brown, Brown is a little less effective. Yeah. So Scotty, but he only has a oh, one series. True. He only has a one series. Uh Mm-hmm. Sample size, but yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, we're fucked. We're, we're fucked. So like, uh, like making the like, it would be in, it would be slightly improbable to make the plan. Mm-hmm. It would be very improbable to make it through the plan, and it's impossible to win a first round series. Yeah, if Boston falls out, it's Milwaukee. If Milwaukee falls out, it's Philly. Like it's one of those three teams right. that we would have to like, play. The only way is like one of Milwaukee or Philly takes it, and then either Giannis or Embiid goes down. Yeah. This is the only way we're winning that series. Yeah. And both of their second best players on those teams are better than Scotty Barnes. <laughs> right. And, like, Dame is, like, terrifying on his own. Exactly. <laughs> In a playoff exactly. scenario. Yeah. yeah, we need Philly specifically. <laughs> yeah, we would need Philly. Yeah, Philly with no MB. Right. And at that point, it's like, what are we even What are we even doing here? <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, yeah. Like, More divine intervention. Unless we make another trade, like, our depth, our depth chart is looking like... Quickly. We're not going to make another trade to win this year. The only other trade is is losing. People. Yeah, it's losing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, our depth chart right now is quickly and Schroeder as our point guards. Then Brown and Trent at the two. Then Barrett and Porter, but Porter's injured all the time, so probably Noara at the three or okay. McDaniel's. Take your pick. Uh, Barnes and Boucher at the four, and Pirtle and Porter at the five, which is just uninspiring. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's good players there, but it's just uh, I don't I. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's that, that good. No. So, no one's scared of that lineup. More than likely, we will not get our pick, and we will not make the play-in this year. Mm. We got to come to terms with that. <laughs> it's going to be a lost season. Essentially. Right. I mean, the Scotty Barnes development is real. Right. Is very, very real. And the trades that we've made, specifically the, the OG, OG trade, one. have given us assets. Like, yeah. we have those three picks now, and... You know, like we're gonna get a bunch of cracks in next year's draft mm-hmm. to get some young players in the door, and uh, which is a weak draft. It's the reason we even traded the pick is because we thought yeah. it's gonna be a weak draft, mm-hmm. and then we just got two more picks in that draft. Hopefully, we can flip those for a young player. Maybe, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. I can't believe we didn't get any good players from Indiana, other than Bruce Brown, obviously. And yeah. Bruce Brown will be good, actually. Where, where do you have Brown or the chart? Uh, starting shooting guard. Okay. It was Brown Trent? Yeah. Is that how you did it? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't believe we didn't get, like, any of their young pieces. Yeah, and, like, we could reflip Bruce Brown and probably get a first from somebody. Um, Which we probably will. Yeah. Back to the Nuggets. Oh, no, they, they can't <laughs> really make that money work. 
No. Um, like, maybe the Lakers. Um, they could use Bruce Brown. Yeah, I mean, like, really, like, any team that just needs depth, like, it can't well, be... Well, $20 million is the top part. Yeah, they have to have a bad contract to send our way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Dallas has a few bad contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they can make it work with their, like, Rishon Holmes is still making, I think, $15 million or okay. something like that. Cleaver's making, like, $10 That'd million. be a great team for Bruce Brown. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like he'd work really well with Luka. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little... Like, him, Luka, and Kyrie is, like, Small. asking a lot of him defensively. Right. Uh, which I don't love, but, I mean, like, they run, like, those two guys with Hardaway in a lot of lineups. Maybe you could get Luka to guard a three. Uh, yeah, you could get him to guard a three. <laughs> it depends on but, who the three is, Yeah, right? if it's a weaker three. Uh, like, if if it's, like, Michael Porter Jr., yeah, sure. Like, he can stand out there on him, yeah. put his hand up in the air. I mean, he'll shoot over him, but, like, <laughs> he'll defend him, whatever. But, like, if it's, like, Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, like, oh, fuck. That's, <laughs> yeah. not, that's not so good. True. <laughs> and, and, like, who's guarding James Harden? And, like, oh, no. Like, all right. You got to put, like, either Luke. I guess Kyrie is on Terrence Mann and Luke is on James Harden. Right. And then Bruce Brown's got to, like, Kawhi. figure oh, out Paul George. Paul George. <laughs> and then it's, like, oh, no. And then, like, who on their team is on Kawhi? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's a team that you'll probably have to go through unless they get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I took a quick look at our cap outlook for next year. And okay. obviously there could be more trades, so who knows. Um, next season, we have uh, under guaranteed money, R.J. Barrett, Jakob Pertl, Dennis Schroeder, Chris Boucher, Scotty Barnes, Grady Dick, and Jalen McDaniels. All of those contracts are guaranteed. And that okay. leaves us with about $53 million in cap space. No question we need to re-sign Emmanuel quickly. I'm imagining he's going to get $25 mil by four years. Uh, because that's what Anthony Simons got a couple years okay. ago, and that's what Devin Vassell got a couple years ago. So we're talking like good young guard who yeah. doesn't have obvious star potential, but like who knows yeah. kind of dude. Uh, like you look at their stats, like Emmanuel quickly coming into this contract just from the Raptors is putting up nineteen and five on forty three, forty seven, eighty five. Mm. They'll probably come down a little bit, but like Anthony Simons put up seventeen and four on forty four, forty one, eighty nine right before you guys contract. Uh, Devin Vassell put up 18.5 and 3.5 and on 44, 39, 78. They're okay. all around the same age getting that contract. So right. that yeah, seems, seems right. like the going rate. Uh, and so that leaves us with about $28 million. Uh, Our three picks will be about $6.4 million on the books next year, just given the rookie scale. That, okay. like, you can basically access what rookies are going to get paid next year. Yeah, yeah. It's like a set amount of money. Uh, with with the max they'll get paid, but I uh, like uh, I would imagine those guys will get paid at least close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, which leaves us with $21.9 million. Uh, with four roster spots remaining, uh, and there's a couple things we can do. Well, we, we get a, there's uh, exceptions, right? Yeah, um, we are the bigger mid level. We only get once we uh, go over the salary cap, okay. so we're probably Not best off figuring out something else first. Okay. At twenty one point nine million, uh, like the players who like could maybe be in that range is like Clay Thompson, Tobias Harris, Gordon Hayward, Buddy Heald, Mike Conley, Spencer Dinwiddie, De- D'Angelo Russell, Markel Fultz, Malik Beasley, Jonas Valanciunas. That's like kind of the dudes who probably won't get a minimum, but probably won't get a max contract. Like the next right. like worst player after that's James Harden, and like I think James Harden will probably be asking for over thirty. Right. I don't really like any of those. So, honestly, we probably pick up Brown's option just to mm. keep the money on the books because it's not like we're going to spend it on anything else. Right. Trent is looking like he'll probably get around 
What did I have him at? Nine, nine and a half to 11 million over two years. That's your Terrence Mann, Malik Monk, Landry Sham at most recent contracts, where it's like, you're a good off the bench guard, but like, it's kind of a prove it. You sign a shorter contract so that if you right. can prove yourself, you get a bigger contract. Didn't he just do one of those though on his last contract? Yeah, but he's worse than he was going into his last contract. So I think Trent, yeah, I think like, to bet on yourself. like 11 million. Um, so that would be 34 million between those two guys. Which would bring us over the the cap. So leaves us two spots uh, with our mid level, which would be uh, thirteen million dollars. Uh, we have no biannual, but then we'll probably use a minimum. Um, What's the biannual? Uh, you get it every second year. It's probably okay. about double a minimum contract. We used ours okay. with Daniel. So you don't okay. usually get a very good player on it. Okay, uh, but like it's the best of the minimum dudes. I see. Um, yeah, and so like then we got to make we got two more spots. Uh, assuming we sign Brown and Trent, we got Noara, Kira Lewis, Thad Young, Otto Porter, Garrett Temple, Christian Coloco, and Jonte Porter are the outgoing players. Uh, and so those last two spots, uh, I would imagine we are just going to use our mid level to get a better player than all of those. Right. And then I would probably give the last contract to either Lewis, Coloco, or Jonte Porter. Mm-hmm. For one of the younger players, uh, if Coloco comes back and looks good this year, he's probably my top option if he can ever get healthy because he's right. like a, a development story from our team. Yeah, and so yeah. you'd rather just keep kind of keep that going. Uh, if not, I don't mind Jonte Porter on a small contract. Uh, he's been good in his minutes. Yeah. Uh, but we could also just get another player who's young, who's as good as him. So it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Uh, and that's the outlook for our team next year. We're, unless, uh, unless we make some trades, obviously. Are, do we get any punishments for going over the cap? No, no, we would. So that's not the apron. If the we, apron's behind, beyond that, yeah. So, um, before the Brown, Trent, and mid level, yeah. like when we have four contracts left, we have fifty-eight million to get to the first apron. If Brown picks up his option, Trent gets eleven million, and we use our full med level at thirteen million. That's forty-seven million, which mm-hmm. leaves us eleven million for two more contracts on our team, which would be like it's, our it's still be below the yeah, or for our last contract. Which right. would only be a minimum, which would be guaranteed be smaller than that, and yeah, so yeah, we yeah. would guaranteed be below the first apron. Okay, uh, it'd be so like, being over the cap, you just get the tax, and it's being over the apron that you start getting penalized. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we will almost guaranteed not get penalized. Right. Um. And yeah, that's that's kind of what we're looking at uh, okay. outlook for next year. Uh, I would imagine we trade people, so this is going to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, that's this ca- how it is right now. Kind of going to be our roster next year. Um, once we get closer to the off season, it, it'll be nice to look at who the mid level guys would be. Right. I mean, Dennis Schroeder was a very nice pickup at the mid level. Mm-hmm. So if we could get another player of that quality, like I would really like that. The reason we want to get over the cap is because the mid level that we gave Schroeder is the thirteen million one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a non uh, tax, if you're a non tax paying team, it's only seven million oh, that you get as your exception. Uh, so basically, like if you're less than seven million away from the cap, that's what you can spend on your mid level. Right. Uh, so you're just better off just going over. It. Yeah, I mean that's the reason that well, it, the owner pays more money, right? Because he has to pay the tax. Yeah, on but like uh, in terms of a basketball GM, and with like better. the cap floor, like you just kind of want to be, you want to use a bunch of cap up for sure. Uh, that's why Bruce Brown has a contract he has really because Indiana wasn't that close to the cap last year, and we're just like fuck it, let's give Bruce Brown a ton of money. <laughs> Uh, and Bruce Brown will be nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. He'll start. And if we trade him, we'll get something good for him. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I don't hate that part of the trade. Uh, I have one last thing on this sheet of stats. Let's talk about how many players. Uh, I looked at the last, the 2017 to 2021 drafts and looked at players between uh, the 21st and 30th pick. 
pretty much all of our picks are going to be right. between 21 and 30, right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, how many of these players are pretty good in this five-year sample size? So that's 50 players, right? Uh, of these 50 players, uh, players who play more than 20-plus minutes per game this season, 34% of them. So you have a one-third chance of that player being okay. a genuine rotation player. So That's one out bad. of our picks will probably be that. That's not bad. Uh, 34% of these players are also out of the league, the same amount of players. Okay. And then the last third of players are okay. any option in the middle. So yeah. like... Last minute, injured. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, like, and like, there's obviously uh, circumstances that will take a player out of the league. Like... In this raw stat, you don't see that Kevin Porter Jr. is part of the out of the league stat. When, uh, uh, like, realistically, I mean, if he wasn't, wise. if he wasn't like a literal criminal, yeah. he, he would be in the twenty plus minutes per game pretty pretty comfortably. <laughs> um, there's the the biggest problem I have is like we trade Pascal Siakam, right? And one of these draft picks has to be the player who is Pascal Siakam. Mm. Has to have a chance of being as good as him. Because, like, you don't trade a player who's that good without at least thinking maybe. And, like, here's the 17 players who play more than 20 minutes a game who are drafted in those positions, right? Cam Thomas, Santi Aldama, Tyrese Maxey, he could be as good as Siakam. Oh, yeah. Emmanuel Quickly, nice. Payne Pritchard, Jane McDaniels, Desmond Bain, Grant Williams, Jordan Poole, Keldon Johnson, Grayson Allen, Anthony Simons, Jared Allen, OJ Anobi, Kyle Kuzma, Derek White, Josh Hart. So of those players, the players who like will have any chance of being as good as Pascal Siakam in their career, it's Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. It's Desmond Bain. Um, It's, uh, I I mean, like if you really feel strongly about Anthony Simons, maybe. I I don't think Jordan Poole has that peak. I don't think OG Ananobi has that peak. I don't think McDaniels has that peak. Uh, Kuzma is really, really good, but he uh, he doesn't have that peak. Derek White, maybe if you have complete faith in him. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's just, like, there's only, like, two real stars in there right. in Maxi and Bane. And then some really, really good players. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, hell, man. Like, if if those three picks end up being Grayson Allen, Josh Hart, and Santi Aldama level, like, that is a good outcome for those right, three exactly. picks. And yeah. that would be a terrible return for Pascal right. Siakam. But that's, a, that's assuming we could resign him. Yeah, I feel like why would Masai even bother trading him if he didn't think we would be able to resign him? Um, I don't think he wanted to give him the mass contract. Oh, is true. what it sounds like. It sounds like the Raptors told Pascal that they, if he made All NBA this year, they won't give him the supermax. Really? Yeah. Oh, that, wow. that's the reporting on it. Uh, that's a weird thing to tell. He won't make All NBA anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why even say that? I think they said that before the season. Oh, okay, fair enough. Which I I kind of agree with. Um. Uh, but I wouldn't tell him that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. it, it looks bleak. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like you just, you got to imagine of these three firsts that we're going to pick up, like, one of them is guaranteed not going to pan out. Right. Almost. Like, it, it's very surprising to have three picks in the 20s all work out really yeah, well. Yeah. As I said, it's got one third chance of... Well, we just got to draft a great dick for, like, the 14th, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and other than Scotty Barnes, our like drafting record since OG isn't exactly like stellar. I mean, right. we haven't had a ton of our own first round picks. Malachi Flynn's the only real other first round pick, but mm-hmm. our second round picks haven't been great. In Christian Coloco, Delano Banton, David Johnston. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not like we're the draft. We did. We were kind of hitting it out of the park before there, like Pascal. Yeah, Pascal OG, Bruno Caboclo, Lucas Nogueira, Delon Wright. <laughs> yeah, you, you take that. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you do take that. I mean, if you get Pascal like yeah, at, 20, yeah. at 27, yeah. like OG in the 20s as well. I mean, like, I just listed you off all the dudes around that area that were getting, like, drafted. Right. Like, the best. I, I just listed off the best third yeah, of these players. people were getting minutes. Yeah. Like, significant. And, like, this list has a crazy amount of variance on it. Because, like, Tyrese Maxey and Payne Pritchard are on the same list. When, like, right. They're, like, obviously not the same kind of player. Like, because one of them's going to a championship this year, and the <laughs> yeah, other one's not. The other one's Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> What are, we, what are we looking at for time on this podcast? Oh, we do have time for the other bit. Unless you have a bit that you want to do. No, no, we can do yours. Oh, okay. I'm fu- I'm pumped. I'm pumped. This bit is dedicated. I want you to take like a wild guess <laughs> at the player that this is dedicated towards. It's not a Raptor. Oh, and, it's like, not a Raptor? Uh, honestly. Is he retired? No, no. <laughs> current player uh, plays on a really good team. Okay. Uh, Does he start? Yeah, he um. Okay, he's like a fringe All Star level player. His Chris team's really Middleton. fucking good. No, 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 no. He's better than Chris Middleton. Oh, he's better than Chris yeah. Middleton. Uh, this guy is um Jamal Murray. <sighs> is he better than Jamal Murray? I mean, he's like a lot better in the regular season than Jamal Murray, and a lot worse in the playoffs than Jamal Murray. Ooh, interesting. Uh, and he's on a... Really and he, he, he plays with another dude who has the same description, <laughs> now that I think about it. And they play, like, kind of the same position, which is kind of awkward, but... Uh, Julius Randle. No, no, it is... The last part it is Carl Anthony Towns! Oh, Let's have a Carl Anthony nice. Towns minute! <laughs> Woo! Carl Anthony Towns! All right, so you, you might you might know Big this. Cat was a first overall pick, right? He was. And I was thinking recently, he was the first overall pick in 2015. That's a long time ago. He's been on his team for a while. Yeah, this is his eight ninth, years, nine years. This is his ninth season as the uh, as the first overall pick. So I went through the past twenty five first overall picks, okay, just to see how long they spent on their th- team. Right? Uh, there are currently six first overall picks who are still on the team that drafted okay. them. Okay. Uh, can you name the other five? Uh, well, it's like the last five, right? Uh, we have uh, Zion. Uh, mm-hmm. Zion, who, yes. Who is uh, first overall pick this year? So we had Paolo, uh, Vic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said Zion. Um, who was Luca draft? That was... Um, oh, DeAndre Ayton. Oh, he's not actually on his team. Mm-hmm. So it's not that one. Uh, and then before Ayton, who was the first overall pick? Uh, I don't know. Who's, who are the other ones? Uh, it's uh, Anthony Edwards and Kate Cunningham. Of course. Um, I'm an idiot. Of any of the last 25 first overall picks, Cat, uh, after this season, will be tied for the most seasons with their original team with uh, John Wall and Yao Ming. Every <laughs> other first overall pick at, was sent away from their team at, right. at one point. Either traded, signed, signed, or traded. Are you, for like LeBron, do you count it's, the years that no. he was back in Cleveland? Okay. No. Uh, the way I see it is LeBron probably would have gone to Cleveland no matter who drafted him in 03. That was his hometown. Right. Uh, you know, like, it's that doesn't count. He left. He broke that city's heart when right, he left, right? right? Uh, also, I'm not counting years uh, that players are injured in that. So Blake Griffin does not get his first season, and Ben Simmons doesn't get his first season okay. and stuff like that, okay? John Wall doesn't get his last season in Washington. Okay. Um, so, uh, as of January 17th, uh, before the games that happened today, Crown Thee Towns, of these 25 players, is third in most games played for their uh, original team. Mm-hmm. He's officially played more games on Minnesota than LeBron played in Cleveland his first time wow. in Cleveland. 
He's only behind John Wall and Dwight Howard for most games played on the team that drafted him. Um, fun fact, uh, Victor Wembanyama has one more game played for the San Antonio Spurs than Marco Fultz had for the Philadelphia 76ers across two full seasons. Damn. And he played 33 games across two full seasons. Andrew <laughs> Wiggins is at the bottom of the list with zero games played for the Cleveland Cavaliers because right. he was traded a month after getting drafted. Right, right. The, biggest, the biggest outlier on the list. Uh, some other weird outliers, uh, Anthony Bennett only got 52 games in. Greg Oden only had 82 games was he in. Before they were traded? Or just kind yeah, of before familiar. they were traded. Okay. Be- before, like on the team that drafted them. No, I understand. Overall, I'm yeah. just wondering what was the story for Anthony Bennett. Did he? Did another? Oh, team he get was. Like he it? was. He was traded with because uh, he was a Cleveland pick. He was traded with Wiggins as part oh, of the Cavaliers wow. trade. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Paolo Bancaro and Cade Cunningham have the same amount of games played, even though Paolo was drafted a year later, which right. just shows you how much very unfortunate Cade. it is how much time Cade's missed. Yeah. Um, Zion uh, only has 35 more games played than Paolo, even though he was drafted, like, three years earlier. Um, And, like, so the average, which is, like, 13th of all these players, is, like, Kenyon Martin, 283 games. Right above that is DeAndre Eden at 303. Right below that's Ben Simmons at 275. You know? Oh, pretty... Like, a decent amount of time, honestly. Like, if you play more than 240 games, that's more than three full seasons. That is the... That's a good amount of time as a first overall pick, which was kind of surprising to me. Um, yeah, you'd think at least they would fill out their full rookie contract. Yeah, like five. And then maybe a second one. Five full NBA seasons, 82 times five is 410, right? Of the last 25 first overall picks, only eight of them have played that many games for their wow. original franchise, uh, including Andre Bargnani, Raptors legend. Eight. Played uh, 433 games for the Raptors, more than Derrick Rose played for, Cle- <laughs> for Chicago, or, and more than Kyrie Irving played for Cleveland. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, uh, did you say Yao Ming is tied with John Wall for the most? For most seasons, most but he seasons. missed a lot of games. Like yeah, his games played is his pretty games low. Played is put at six. Uh, wow. In between, uh, <laughs> I, I call it the healthy trifecta of Griffin, Yao Ming, and Anthony Davis. A bunch of <laughs> a bunch of athletic big men whose athleticism and tallness never never hurt them in their careers. <laughs> no, very fun. Iron Men. Um. Of these players, there's uh, 14 of them who made all-star teams. Uh, that's actually not true. There's 13 who made all-star teams. But I have all the players' accolades here. And Andrew Bogut made an all-NBA team, but not an oh, all-star wow. team is, okay. uh, on his original team. Uh, I have them listed by how many accolades they got for their original team. Only one of these players won a championship as the first overall pick on the team that drafted them. Can you tell me who that is? Oh, wow. Not Braun. Not mm-hmm. Dwight, not Yao Ming, not John Wall, not Simmons, uh, not any of the new guys. Um, damn, not Rose, obviously. Not Griffin. Hmm. Not Davis. Playstyle-wise, you're closer with John Wall and Derrick Rose. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's a point guard. Uh, probably. Or at least a two. Uh... Is Dwayne Wade a first overall pick? Nope. LeBron James' draft. Oh, okay. Uh, um... LeBron James is your hand, too. Oh, it's Kyrie. It's Kyrie. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> so, Le- LeBron James uh, has the best accolades of on his original team. Really? Uh, two-time MVP, four-time All-NBA first team, two-time All-NBA second team, six-time All-Star, two defensive first team, and a scoring title. 
which is pretty good. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Uh, if we went, we'll for, take that. Uh, actually, if we expanded the sample size uh, two years before the beginning of our sample size, we would have had a player who had a better resume for the team that uh, drafted him, which is Tim Duncan, mm. who has five rings, three Finals MVPs, <laughs> right. two MVPs. His whole resume, tra- yeah, his whole resume. Probably nineteen all NBA and all defense. I yeah, think, or something like that. Like probably the best resume. Uh, like only including their original team of right. any first overall pick, unless you like Magic Johnson's resume more. Pick mm-hmm. him. Magic Johnson's <laughs> actually probably is a little bit better. Right. But, like Shaq left his team. Kareem left his team. Yeah. Like a lot of those players. Hakeem Hakeem has a really good resume for a mm-hmm. dude uh, for a first overall pick. Sure. Anyway, Dwight Howard has the second best resume. He's a beast, man. Five time All NBA first, one time All NBA third, three depoys, six All Stars, four defensive first, one defensive second, four rebound titles, two blocks titles. Just an absolute beast. Mm-hmm. They got Anthony Davis, three All NBA first, six All Star, one defensive first, two be- defensive second, three blocks champion. Really good. Uh, and then we have Yao Ming. He's got a couple All NBA seconds, three All NBA thirds, eight time All Star. Derek Rose has an MVP below him. Blake Griffin made a bunch of All-NBA teams below him. Kyrie Irving's a champion. John Wall's an All-NBA guy. These resumes are good, but it kind of falls off pretty quick for yeah. first overall picks. Am I, like Players who would probably make the Hall of Fame just based off of the resume on this team, it's probably just the first three in LeBron, Dwight, and Anthony Davis. Well, Yaming did, though. Yeah, I know, but he was Chinese. If if he was if he was Not fucking Chinese. Jamar Marvin, <laughs> like there's no way because he was a lot right. of those All Star games he made just from being voted in from China. Yeah, yeah and sure. it's like global ambassador stuff. But like, yeah, sure, Yaming made it. Yeah, I don't think Derrick Rose is a Hall of Famer personally. Right, uh, and Blake Griffin surely isn't. Uh, Kyrie Irving shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Wall isn't. Cat isn't. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, by the way. One-time All-NBA third, three-time All-Star, two-time defensive first team, one-time steals champ. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the 10th best resume of the past 25 first <laughs> overall picks. It's better than Bogut's, Williamson's, Anthony Edwards, Kenyon Martin, like those yeah. kinds of dudes. Um, I mean, so far, you can't count Williamson. Yeah. And Edwards, more importantly. Right, right. I think Edwards has a better chance of having a better resume than Zion. Well, he's he might make All-NBA this year. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird that first overall picks, like, are they, quite as valuable. Especially for the team that drafts them. Right. Like... Yeah, like, all these guys are great players. Yeah, a lot of them are. But, like, some of these guys don't even have, like, their best years on these teams. Yeah, exactly. Like, Anthony Davis goes to the Lakers and is arguably better. Yeah, already and, wins the championship, for sure. And, like, Kyrie Irving has had another great career since he, he left Cleveland, basically. Right. Andrew Bogut is not remembered for being part of the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, <laughs> um... Even Markel Fultz, like, I wouldn't say right. he's had a great career in Orlando, but he's had a career in Orlando. Which, yeah, only played 33 he's games. He's still injured, though, a lot. Mm-hmm. Can't escape that. Um, also, if we extended it one draft before Tim Duncan, we would have had Allen Iverson in there, who has a really Ooh. good resume with the Philadelphia 76ers, played right. 10 years there, technically nine and a half. Okay. So, like, Cat playing this long for the team that drafted him as the first overall pick is, like, kind of really weird. Right. It's kind of really strange. And he's not, like... A league altering guy, but like you look at right. the guys, like, who's... yeah, like he could have been traded. Yeah, for sure, he's not untradeable. Like you look at the guys at the, at the like top, and like sure, Dwight Howard probably untradable in right. his prime in Orlando. But like John Wall, LeBron James is really good. Blake Griffin, <laughs> Yao Ming, like those aren't like 
especially John Wall and Yao Ming being the longest tenured first overall yeah. picks. Those aren't like cream of the crop top exactly. of the NBA guys. I mean, Yao Ming's probably a little closer to that. Yao Ming, like you said with the China thing, is so weird. Like you just sell so many more like yeah. jerseys and everything. But he's like probably a top ten player. Like in his right. absolute prime, let's say like two thousand five, right? Yeah, is he better than McGrady, who's on his own team? Right, probably exactly. not. He's not better than Kobe. He's not better than Duncan. Mm-hmm. He's not better than Garnett. He's not better than Nowitzki. He's yeah. Not better than Nash. It's like five guys right there. Probably not yeah. better than Pierce. Like maybe he's better than Allen as absolute prime. Uh, Real, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, John Wall. Like I don't know if he was ever a top ten player in the league. Right. Maybe as absolute peak, he was the ninth best player in the league. Mm-hmm. As absolute. Well, does he even peak, have he any uh, All NBA teams? John Wall. John Wall's accolades. You want to hear him? One time All NBA third, five time All Star, one time defensive second. That's team. an impressive All NBA third because that's in like the Curry, Westbrook, Dame, Chris Paul era. Right? James Harden, James Harden, Clay Thompson, Lowry, Kyle DeRozan, Lowry, Kemba Walker. Yeah, that's 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 a tough Kyrie. He has a he has a better uh, resume than Cat. Cat has one more All NBA team, but two less All Stars and one less defensive second. So it's honestly probably comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cat Cat still has a chance to get some more. Wait, who had the All Defense second? Uh, John Wall. John Wall is an all-defense team? Yes, sir. Yes, oh, wow. sir. He got steals. Okay. Bro, Optimus Dime. Don't sleep on him. <laughs> Eighth-best yeah, resume. I mean, Curry led the league in steals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is fast. <laughs> I think Gary Trent was pretty close last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he was for, like, most of the season. Yeah, like, him and Anobi were battling it out. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, I would just like to give a quick shout-out to Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, he's, a, he's a good guy from, uh, from all accounts. Mm-hmm. I heard in an interview with Anthony Edwards that like Cat is actually like a really good guy, and that he's right. one of those people where like he just like he just wants to have fun. Mm-hmm. Like he's just one of those guys who like you know like one of the nicest people, yeah, like yeah, all yeah. that stuff. And like it's like kind of unfair all the criticism that right. he gets. I he was on a uh, podcast, Pete, and uh, I I heard uh, him and Gobert are actually boys. He was asking oh, about yeah. like him not like stepping in the dream about shit. He's like, "What do you want me to do? It looks so whack if it's just like three seven footers just like <laughs> choking each other out." <laughs> and he's like, "Actually, I'm I'm literally after this podcast gonna go play Call of Duty with Gobert." I'm nice. Like, oh, that's sick. Yeah, I've heard that the chemistry Posse on that vibes. team is amazing. Yeah, good. and I've heard Mike Conley is also a big part of it. He's yeah. kind of like runs runs a tight ship. Yeah, and Edwards and Towns have a really good relationship yep. apparently too. I, I, are that like Minnesota team is such good vibes. I they want are. them to do well in the playoffs Same. this year. I'm I'm really scared. I'm really scared that they won't. That they won't. <laughs> yeah, um, but but I, I like I mean like they just make like sense. They've mm-hmm. got like your defensive anchor. Right. You've got your defensive wing. You got your point guard who doesn't need the ball a lot with your super duper star shooting guard. Yeah. N- who needs the ball time? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your spacing the floor four, who's also huge. Yeah. <laughs> the best who can the, play center. The best bench center in the league. Right. Um, Kyle Anderson off the bench, mm-hmm. like they get another guard off the bench. Not to and like Shake Milton and Nikhil Alexander Walker are both fine, mm-hmm. like off the bench. But you get another guard off the bench on that team, and like, like they get Malcolm Brogdon to run back up point guard or something like that. I mean Dennis Schroeder, no, if they really want him, <laughs> I would give him Dennis Schroeder. I don't know what they have to give us, but I would take a look. You know, probably not a lot. They yeah, I don't. I think they, they give up a lot for Gobert, <laughs> which is fine because like. You make your big swing to be at the top of the league, and they're at the top of the league. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's funny. You uh, talked about the last podcast that uh, they um, they look better than Cleveland does making deals with uh, the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. I which mean, is like crazy because they were getting clouded. Like at, I heard multiple people saying, "Is this the worst trade of all time?" About uh, yeah, in reference to Minnesota getting gold back for sure. 
It's funny the way trades are, though. Yeah. And, like, I think the thing with the NBA is people always want to say one team got fleeced or another. Right. But I think, mo- like, more often than not, there's a lot of win-win trades. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you look at, like, the OKC ver- and the Clippers trade. Right. Uh, like Paul George has had a thing about that. Kawhi just re-signed to that team. And right. Paul George will probably re-sign. And they might get James Harden back. So mm-hmm. they get a team with two of the best 15 players in the world. Right. And then another all-star with them. And they've already had it for, like... Three, four yeah, and then you that. get more years of it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, they, and, and you get a chance at a ring. They get a real, genuine chance at mm-hmm. a ring because of that trade. And OKC, like, I don't even need to talk about how much they... I mean, like, that's yeah, like, way too much. already better than Paul George. Like, they didn't give up Kawhi and Paul George. <laughs> they only gave up Paul George. Exactly. And so, like, that's, like, uh, way too much to be getting right, back for. exactly. <laughs> I mean, you look at the Indiana-Sacramento trade. Like, if you were to tell those teams, like, if right. you could go back in time, would you just straight up not do that trade? I don't think either of those teams would be like, exactly. yeah. Um, especially, like, the craziest, like, sliding doors moment for that, like, of, like, could have gone either way, is apparently, originally, um, they offered Halliburton for Ben Simmons. Oh. And, like, oh my God, like the amount that that changes everything. Because, right. like, Halliburton and Embiid, like, what does that insane. do to Maxi? Right. What, like, where does Harden even end up going from yeah. Brooklyn? Maybe like, back to like, Houston. The, uh, Sacramento's bad for 50 years straight. They never <laughs> make the playoffs. Darren Fox yeah, just... It would been seven Darren Fox retires at the age of 28 <laughs> after trying to carry that bum franchise for years. He asks out, like, literally the day that they announce the trade that they get oh Ben Simmons. Like, yeah, and that's so bad for Maxi too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of lose lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, I mean, the Sixers would take it, obviously, but like, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> fucks up a lot of shit for sure. Well, the one thing for Maxi though is he like he looked good last year with Harden. Obviously, right. he didn't look this good, but he could play with Harden last year, which makes me think he could play with Halliburton. Right, right. Um, and I think Halliburton like at least last year wouldn't move the needle that much. I think Halliburton and Harden give you pretty much the exact same value yeah. last year. I also don't think Halley's great for MB because Halley just wants to run. Yeah, B doesn't really want to run. Yeah, facts. Ah. Pascal is nicer. Is a nicer Cameroonian uh, co-star. <laughs> <laughs> facts. But yeah, that that's like a crazy what if. What if? That is a good one. But yeah, a lot of win-win trades. Like I, I think the Gobert trade is a win-win. Yeah. I mean, like Utah got a bunch of picks for it, and yeah. and Minnesota opened up a title window. Exactly. Uh, the Donovan Mitchell trade isn't a win-win. The DeJounte Murray trade isn't a win-win. The Ananobi trade looks like it might be a win-win. Yeah, that one looks good. Um, yeah, lots of lots of good win-win trades, you know. And that's where you, that's the point of making a trade is to make both teams better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of times just fit. Mm-hmm. It's not about just the talent for talent. I mean, you look at the Kawhi Leonard trade, and like Kawhi obviously wanted out of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And, like, they basically, they got DeMar for a few years, which kept them competitive, which they wanted. They got Pirtle, who would end up getting them another first-round pick down right. the road, which is probably going to be pretty good this year, the Raptors right. first. The first that we gave them in that trade became Kelvin Johnson. So, like, I mean, like, honestly, overall, they didn't look at that And they bad. had to. And, and they, like, had, like, they had to. Like, I've, there's been few stars who have put that much pressure on their team. Right. I mean, New Orleans gets... Jimmy Brandon, Butler. Yeah, Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Fact, Jimmy Butler. But he still played, is the crazy thing. He would, like, still play mm. games for Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's not a win-win. They get, <laughs> what, Rocco and Dario Saric, which I don't even think they flip either of those guys for anything good down the road. Right. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> Rocco was still with the Sixers at that point? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know he was part of the process, but I thought they got rid of him. Because I know the mm-hmm. process was always cycling players. Yeah. Well, he's back with the Sixers again now. True. Good for him. Mm-hmm. 
where it all started. Facts. Uh, I don't think it's where it actually started from, <laughs> but he was part of the, There were so many players who were part of that process, though. There is. Like, decent players, too. Like, Jeremy Grant was there for a little bit. Right. Uh, Drew Holiday. Drew well, that's Holiday. kind of what started the process, the, right? Like, they were, yeah. over, they were kind of good when they had Drew Holiday. And then they traded him for a uh, top 10 pick. And can you tell me who that top 10 pick was? Ben Simmons. No, it was Nerlens Noel. Oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> and then they take they take Nerlens Noel at six, and then they take Jaleel Okafor at three, and then they take Joel Embiid at three. And it's like, why do they have all these centers? They're going to have to make a choice. It's like, Jaleel Okafor is pretty good, and this Embiid guy's hurt all the time. So. <laughs> Remember that team in 2K? I would... Like, always do rebuilds with them, because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, it's the Frosted Sixers. No more fun team to do a rebuild right. with that. You're really working from the ground floor. And, like, sometimes I trade Embiid on that team, you know, because, like, <laughs> there's just way too many centers. And like, Embiid oh, almost got traded a few times. There was, like, a little run where he got injured, and Ben Simmons, like, the Sixers look great with him running the show. Mm-hmm. I, I think Ben Simmons is close to coming back, too. Okay. So. I, f- I hope he can figure out his NBA I'm career for, for him. <laughs> it's full, it's over for you. Well, I mean, I, he could be a role player, but like he's not going to be back to where he was. He's never making an, another all defense or all NBA team. Uh, I think he could. Opinion. I think he could make an all defense team. I think there's no shot he makes like an all star team. Right. Um. Yeah. I hope he can figure it out. Lonzo Ball also is getting closer to coming back. That I'm hyped for. No, I'm also hyped for. They actually make they will they looked really good with him. So. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can come back. Yeah, uh, it would be interesting to see how he fits with Kobe White. Hopefully Levine mm-hmm. is gone soon. Hopefully DeRozan's gone soon. Hopefully yeah. Vucevic is gone soon. They need a tank. They need a tank back. Should we take DeRozan back? Just for jokes. Bruce Brown for DeRozan, one for one. <laughs> would you do it? That'd be kind of fun. It would be pretty good. Um, we get better. They'd probably take Bruce Brown, too. Yeah. Well, that's kind of spicy. We bring DeRozan home? Uh, I think yeah. I would do that. Just to just to get a couple more games with DeRozan on the team, um, I I would. Who's that would be crazy. who's number ten on our? I guess nobody wears it since DeRozan left. I don't think we have a number ten on our team. Mm-hmm. But like, if somebody was, they would have to give it up. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> for sure. Comp yeah. ten. because uh, well, he he's not even comp ten anymore on Chicago, right? No, he's eleven. I think. Oh, uh, so so someone yeah. else must wear it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. It's like Jimmy Butler kind of got screwed because his number's been 23 forever, but like Michael Jordan's number was retired in Chicago where he started, and now uh, that he's in Miami, Michael Jordan's number's also retired there. Which so makes he has to be no sense. Us. Makes literally no sense. Even Bill Russell makes no sense to me. Yeah, I mean, like, league-wide thing? I get what they're trying to do, but like, come on. Why? Right. I, I just think it's a weird precedent, and like, I don't want to start doing that. Exactly. And then we have to when litigate. Jordan retires, yeah, LeBron, or, have, like, dies, sorry. We have to litigate all that stuff. It's like when people were like, let's change the NBA logo since Kobe died. Like, no, we don't need to do that. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. We're good. Because the big problem is, yeah, we don't want to have to change everything. Kobe Bryant has two jerseys retired. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, Kobe could never be the logo. The 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 the, the trial that he went through, that NBA can't have that kind of heat. That can't be your logo. Yeah. <laughs> See, Josh Giddy was clear on all charges. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, there was not enough evidence. Uh, okay. I do know that uh, the girls, her family though, was refusing to give anything. Oh yeah. But I guess you could find it. Like you could just ask the principal or whatever. What a weird situation, man. Super I, weird. I don't know enough about it overall. Like I I, I've read a bunch, and I still feel like I don't have an, I know enough to like speak intelligently on it. Like I can give my like ape idiot brain opinions <laughs> yeah. on it, but like I really, I well, really also don't know. 
No, I mean, the craziest thing that I learned from it is that the age of consent OKC is 16. 16-year-olds 16 are... Um... Yeah, especially when you think about like how that... I mean, like, uh, this is a, we're moving off the plot on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, when you think about like NBA players, high schoolers... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's I mean, George Kidd is young. Oh, though, is the one oh big shout out. We can actually talk about him right now. Plumley looked amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, perfect. Zubat's going out for the Clippers is tough, and he's going to be out a couple weeks, and that mm-hmm. sucks. But Plumley, <laughs> he's going to step into that role. They're good. Like, like, they're going to win games. So he's going to be good on that team, man. Like, he's, he can move the ball. He, like, you know, yeah. like, he's going to eat with James Harden. Like, Harden Plumley pick and roll is going to be, like, beautiful. <laughs> it's going to be scrumptious. 